Welcome to the fifth episode of the podcast, the Karstcast. Uh, this is our first remote recording of it. Me and Jeff are not together right now. Yeah, you are in Paris, France, and I am in Chicago. Yeah, it's it, and honestly, it's not that bad. We we've already I've already done this before, but like this, we're, I think we're actually gonna make it work. I was pretty doubtful at first, but I'm not. You sure were wait, you were more. doubtful. I thought we were like both on the same page. It was definitely gonna work. Um, <laughs> I didn't realize you were harboring doubts about this. I mean, I was, I, I was hopeful. I was. I'm, I stay pretty optimistic. I'm optimistic about a lot of things, but like yeah. this, I was. I was a little bit worried after my recording with Taylor because it was a little glitchy, and I was like, "Oh, I hope this doesn't happen with Jeff, especially especially in Paris, being yeah. so far away." But honestly, it, it turned out okay. Shout out to Facebook Messenger calling. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess we don't know if it's turned out okay yet because we just no, it, it could get really messed up. It, yeah, true. but uh, yeah, it's not as easy to record this since normally I live about a block and a half from you, that and now true. you are thousands of miles away. <laughs> And it's 9 p.m. here. Yeah. Yeah, and it's uh, 2:30 here. It's uh, all good. So um, yeah, what's the weather like uh, in Paris? Uh, I was just about to ask you because it's actually pretty nice here. Um, yeah, it, it sucks it's, here. It's a little. I heard it's not nice. In it's Chicago. like a blizzard today. That is horrible. It's the middle of April and it's been snowing nonstop for like 10 hours. That's absurd. I sh- I actually I got a picture of Chicago today and I showed it to my um, host family here, and they freaked out. They were like, "That's not right." I was like, yeah, it's it's not it's messed up. It's not nor it's not we don't like it's not right, but it's also like I'm not surprised that this is happening in the Midwest. Yeah. You know, we kind of come to expect it, but I realize like here they don't. They're just like that is not correct at all. Which is kind of fucked up that we're yeah. used to it. But anyways, well, I mean, I'm I'm not used to it. I don't like it. You're not no, no. Anyways, um Paris is good though. I'm going to be honest. It's very different. Uh, the people are very different because the thing is like Midwest people are very like fake nice and this has always been known we all know this but you know it's like I was just talking to my host family it's like people in Paris are very honest like if they're mean if they don't like you they'll like let you know that and I think that's it's kind of terrifying but it's it's really nice unless you're just like very unlikable because then you just have a constant barrage of people telling you that they don't like you and that might not be what you want that's true. That's true. I, I feel like I, I've gotten along pretty well. For a few days, I was I was that American. I take yeah, a lot of was, photos. How was your uh, vacation? It was nice. It, it barely felt like a vacation, I'll be honest. It didn't really. I mean, I guess this whole trip is a vacation because I'm not. I'm doing school, but I'm mostly just enjoying abroad. But yeah, I mean, it, it, to be honest, the actual like part where it was spring break was pretty awful because I, I had like super bad jet lag and we had to like ride in from the airport and it was like two hours long and we were in this van. Uh, it was two hours long because of traffic, which was absurd. And I just, I felt like I was going to throw up the entire ride and I was with the kids in the program and I was like, this is the worst first impression possible. Uh, so it was just a very stressful experience and the stomach ache that I had never went away and I tried, I'm not going to get into the details, but point is I was not having a great few days, but I'm all good now. So good vacation. Good vacation. I'll be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, and, and if you've watched the vlog, you know this. It's very stressful here trying to eat just because of my nut allergy, and um, you know people just be sneaking nuts in a lot of foods that you don't know of. Like maybe the nut won't be there, but like people put it in like cashew butter and like almond milk, and they don't tell you that. 
and that's just just you know, right. And then also since they don't speak English as their English, first language, it's hard yeah. to. For like you, I guess to let people know that you cannot have nuts at all. It's not that you don't like them. No, yeah. Because now it's like a trend because people are like, oh, I'm like gluten-free. And people group nut in with that. Like when people say I can't have nuts. But it's like, it's not, no. I have very strong opinions on this. And I feel like people don't talk about it enough. So I need to make my voice heard. I think it, sh- it should be, yeah. Anyways. any Anyone with another nut allergy can, can relate. Yeah, um, not me. And we're the only two people talking. But people listening, I'm sure if you guys have nut allergies, like you're totally on Carson's side on this. Yeah. Like I I empathize, but I have no firsthand knowledge. Of course. Understandable. You can eat anything and yeah. Yeah. I I mean, not Um, anything. I can't eat like bleach. That's true. Well, Or like gasoline. Ah, that would be bad. Or like pure sulfur. Maybe we're just, well, I was going to say maybe we're all just allergic to it as a whole system, but... No, I think, like, sulfur, I think if you put it in your throat, I think it explodes. I think it burns, yeah. Or is that, no, that's potassium, isn't it? <laughs> I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that's potassium. If you I did decent eat, like, in chemistry. Potassium, it would just, your head would blow up, I think. Oh. Wait, with pot- Wait with what? Like, like the actual element, I think it's potassium. It's the one hmm. where, that, like, whenever it interacts with water, it just immediately explodes. Are you serious? Wow. Yeah, you should look that up on YouTube. You're a big YouTube guy here. I am. I actually have a you know, channel. You, that means you watch all the videos. <laughs> <laughs> it's part of the deal with becoming a YouTuber. You have to watch every video. Yeah, you, you have on to watch YouTube all of first. Them. <laughs> Just to I get the sense like, of the place. <laughs> research. Sometimes I think there's not that many, and then I like come across like three hour like audiobooks on YouTube. And I just I I yeah. just yeah. It's anyways. This is dumb information that everybody already knows. But, but they anyways, didn't know you knew it. No, they didn't know I knew it. Exactly. We got a pretty good uh, episode today. We're going to talk about Free Solo, the documentary, the award Oscar winning documentary. Um, just a little yeah. bit. It's a little late, but I feel like I haven't really fully gone into it at all. And Jeff has seen it, which is a first for the, for the <sighs> pod. <laughs> yeah. So it should be, a, should be a good episode. Um, and then we'll get into some questions. And that should be it. We got some good questions. So, you know, that'll probably fill up our time. It should be good. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm ready. I'm into it. So you it. want to get into free salt? What did you think? Well, ba- like, what did just, I think? Well, okay. How do we start it? Like, for anyone that doesn't know, it's about this guy, Alex Honnold, and he climbs this. He climbs El Capitan, which is like a big hill, mountain. Uh, I would say it's a little more than a hill. It's, a- <laughs> it's kind of like it's like a sheer rock that's thousands of feet high. It's a wall, basically. Yeah. yeah. Just a big rock wall, and he's doing it uh, without rope, and. It's, hence um, free and he's doing it by himself hence yep. solo hence yes yes <laughs> um it's a very terrifying experience what did you what how was your experience watching it i'll ask you that uh well i mean i think like most people and i would say this is not a spoiler he does not fall off uh, um yeah. i mean he's uh, at the oscars so right i think <laughs> so i think that even people who have not seen the film know that he did not die right in the process so i mean that but the thing is, even knowing that, like watching it, just the way it's shot and put together, it's like still you feel like he's gonna fall off. Yeah, exactly. I was yeah, that, that's true because I'm like, there's no, I know I've been watching the interviews, and the, even if I would have gone to a screening where he was there, I probably would have been scared. Yeah, like which it's, is wild. It, it's I know it's insane. Like I literally know that he does not fall off, and I still think he's gonna fall off. Yeah. So hands, I gotta hand it to them. That was really that was really good of them. For creating that suspense 
Um, yeah. Because they do have footage of guys falling, like sort of. I mean, they have like parachutes, but you, you still get the thrill of it. And they were terrifying. That is a terrifying piece of footage, in my opinion. I don't yeah, know. and that was uh, direct. Was that directed by um, I think Jimmy it was G- Chin? Jimmy Chin, yeah. Yeah. Did you ever see uh, Mario, the other documentary that's about uh, mountain climbing that he did? No. Wait, I've heard of it though. Yeah, I've seen that as well. Really? Is yeah, it good? it's 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 very good. I I mean I think it's not quite as stressful as free solo because right. they have ropes but i mean they're also you know climbing a much yeah was it well like, shot I, it's like a it's yeah it's a very well shot damn i actually have to check that out because i really like this one and i've started following jimmy chin on instagram and he's a really cool guy yeah no yeah say. and also uh i think that you have to be very uh a certain type of person to film this because you like know as a filmmaker you could be just filming someone dying yeah yeah, they, they address that a lot. Like, the whole, the morals of this entire documentary are kind of all over the place. Because, like... Right, it's like, does them being there give him a greater chance of being distracted and falling off? Yeah, the because, cam- yeah, the cameras have a huge effect on it. Imagine, th- that's the other thing to add to this. Imagine doing all of this and having, like, cameras on you. like Right, because, I... like, if I'm shooting a basket, if I'm shooting, like, free throws at a basketball court... Yeah. I am bad at basketball, but I'll make like 60% of them. But mm-hmm. then if someone was like watching me, I would make way less of them. Exactly. If someone was like filming me recording this podcast, I'd fuck it up. You know? You Well, Just, I mean, you're being recorded. Though. I am. So, I mean. <laughs> well, <laughs> not a good example, but I see, no, I see what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I have a lot of props to him and he's still... He still wants to do it. I feel like like the big re- like re- relief of the whole thing is that like you'd finish it, you get to the top, and you can say you're done. But yeah, I feel the, bad. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I think what's uh, nice is that he didn't have to climb down. Mm-hmm. No, that's <laughs> he just true. gets to the top and then he gets to just like walk away. That should be his next film. Going he down. Do this same hill and then go down. <laughs> I like he keep calling it a hill. It feels like a subtle like jab I at him. I need to stop calling it a hill. What it? What would you? Is it just a mountain? About or yeah, just like it, a, a, wall. a wall, like a rock just wall, a big rock. Yeah, it's just a rock. Um, yeah. What was I gonna say? Okay, I have a. I got into like an argument. I watched this again. I've I've saw it twice. The second mm-hmm. time being a few weeks ago. The same time you saw it, um, because my parents had seen it. My sister hadn't, and I was home before I left for Paris, and they wanted to watch it. Um, and my parents think the girlfriend is bad. Uh, I disagree. Mm-hmm. They th- they because they th- I want I just want to know your whole thoughts on the girlfriend situation. Yeah. Because apparently, it's a it's worth talking about. Just because my my mom and dad don't know why she's in it that much or why she's this upset because she should know what she's getting into um which i agree on but i'm also like he's he's such a bad boyfriend like right but that's yeah the, yeah I don't, I don't know what are your yeah thoughts? no that yeah that's an interesting question because i think that like if she didn't care you would feel like she's only with him for like the like i don't know like adrenaline like weird aspects of it yeah exactly so it's like 
Yeah, I know. Because, yeah, she just, like, didn't care at all. And she's like, yeah, go climb it. Then you, like, that would be worse. Mm-hmm. Like, even though she knew going into it that that's, like, what he did. Yeah, exactly. That That's where I, that that's where I'm, like, I think she, I don't know. Because um, my mom, even then, was, like, every time, like, she'd be on the screen, she'd be, like, oh, my God, she's just here for the, for the fame and the recognition. And I'm, like, I don't know. I feel like she, there's a lot of stress to put on a person. Yeah, like, and I, also, I don't know if... yeah, like also, like Alex Honnold's like a, he's a interesting person emotionally. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, uh, for sure. He's not the most emotionally available person. I think uh, would be a fair assessment. Yes. Yeah. Uh, um. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's like uh, yeah, it's an interesting question. It's it's a very yeah. It's a, I don't want to make any too firm statements on this because uh, I feel like just watching a documentary that's uh, like a couple hours long about this, I could not exactly assess the totality of their relationship. I don't know her. I mean, it feels I don't like really they're both him. right. Yeah. It feels like they're both getting something out of it based on what we could see. Mm-hmm. But I'm not. In a, I'm not gonna. You know, be Analyze. in a position to say this is terrible. Exactly. Yeah. For sure. That's a good approach. We're we're very fair about people here on the Karst podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's the name um yeah i'm pretty sure that's the name I we haven't done it, one yeah. of these in a couple weeks but as a documentary did you think it's it's like do like would you say i don't know how many of the other like documentary nominees you so, watched um i also saw minding the gap oh so did uh I. apparently i'm just very good at watching documentaries yeah. um, that's what it, that's what it is i don't watch uh narrative don't watch movies yeah yeah that's, um I also so even though it wasn't nominated for an Oscar, I also saw the Mister Rogers doc. Yeah, I never saw, I saw that. that. Yeah, I saw that in theaters. That's that one. Okay, so yeah, I grew up watching Mister Rogers, and also my mom is from uh, Pittsburgh, which is where like he started. Okay. So she also like grew up watching him. So it's kind of uh-huh. you know I kind of she got like the very beginning of it, and I caught like the very end of it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it's like I feel like that was a different, you know, slightly different. Uh, situation than a lot of people who'd see it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, a lot of people grew up watching him, but right, exactly. You know, it's like a generational thing for my family. He definitely had a connection to it. Yeah, right. So yeah, that was yeah. So I love that. I kind of I don't. Yeah. Did you like that documentary? Like, is it? Would you say it's, I've heard a lot of great things. It's about great. It. Okay. It also just makes you like feel good watching it because there's like nothing bad about that guy. Of course. Yeah. He's a very Mr. Rogers is a very universally loving yeah. guy. Um, yeah. There's um. There's one Twitter thread from a couple years ago that I read about Mr. Rogers and, like, this guy's interaction with him that is, like, the best thing I've ever read on Twitter. Really? I think, um, yeah, I don't I don't know <laughs> how you can talk about a Twitter thread on a podcast. No, yeah. It feels getting too Inception-y. If anyone, deep. yeah, if anyone knows what he's talking about. If anyone knows what I'm talking about or wants to know what I'm talking about, um, yeah, just shoot some uh, shoot some messages to the, the Karst <laughs> pod uh twitter account (laughs) (laughs) yeah i need to check that out i think it's on hulu or amazon prime something like that i don't know what was i gonna say though but you would say like free solo is a good like compared to that what would where would you rank yeah that no that's a great question after i watched it i was like like between those three like which i could not tell you Mm -hmm. because they're they're all very different yeah like mr rogers is just like a portrait about this like amazing person uh-huh um that's it again very well done minding the gap is is this coming of age um kind of you know documentary about like masculinity and growing up uh like in yeah in you know the current times 
super sad and then yeah and then free solo is like this like just adrenaline fueled like portrait of like this this very specific guy it's like a character very specific yeah which Um, i think that's what i loved about it i i like i love the the i almost said hill uh i love like the climbing stuff obviously but i think it's like super interesting just because i've known who alex honnold is for years now Mm -hmm. and i think it like actually like taps into like his mind which I haven't seen before in any YouTube videos. Like it actually like looks a bit closer you, at him. Yeah, you you definitely understand him by mm-hmm. the end of it, which is like something that's very hard to do. Yeah, in such a short period of time. His mom says at one point, and I think this is like the heart of the film, where she's like, um, like this. It's like the climbing is like the only thing that like gives him any emotion, and she's just like, how could you like take that away? I'm yeah, like, that is, yeah. That is so sad, but like so, yeah. I don't know. That just that line has made like made me rethink the whole film, and I'm like, this is actually amazing. Yeah, no, it's yeah, one of those things know. where like, you know, he found like his the thing that he was like meant to do. Exactly. Which you know, and I think we found that as well. Um, for us, it's uh, podcasting. <laughs> uh, <laughs> My mom being interviewed about it. It's the only thing that gives him any joy. How can I take it away from him? <laughs> that's, that's so sad. Oh, no. Um, At least your name's in the podcast. That <laughs> we could. I've you know thought what? about this multiple times, how to incorporate oh, incorporate both names. We could always call it like Parsed. Carslow. No. Jarst Cast. No. Oh, <laughs> uh, you know Kef- what? Yeah, yeah right. we'll, we'll work on it. Maybe we'll just give me like one episode title with my name in it. Yeah, just call it number f- number like seven, Jeff, yeah. and that's it. Yeah, the, the Jeff cast. That just <laughs> sounds cast. like that sounds like just some guy talking about like the whitest things imaginable. <laughs> Another like, episode well, of the Jeff cast. I'm uh, deciding between uh, which two country clubs I would like to join for the upcoming <laughs> summer. Trying to decide between tennis and golf. Yeah. Do you guys think that an Arnold Palmer is the best drink? <laughs> uh, Let me know in the comments. Do you, Jeff? Do you golf a lot? Uh, I you... so um, I'm from Florida. I grew up uh, not golfing, um, right. and then I started golfing about two years before I left Florida. Uh, uh, so then, in those two years, I golfed a lot, and then now mm-hmm. I golf like maybe six times a year. So not like nice. a ton. Golfing I'm also is, not very good. Yeah. Have you ever been to Top Golf? I have never been to Top Golf. It looks oh. like it would kind of be fun. It is I went with my dad when I was in Florida. We went to the one in Orlando. because um, we were trying to figure out something to do. And he's like, let's go to Top Golf. And he killed it. I mean my dad golfs a lot. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's like a bowling alley but with golf. Like I highly recommend yeah. it. Yeah. It's a great summer no, activity, I feel like. Yeah. No, golf yeah, golf. So yeah. Golf is is a strange sport because actually doing it is fun, but it's fun not like the actual golfing part is just like okay. Yeah. Um, the part that's fun is that you're just outside for like four to five hours, just riding around in a golf cart. Yeah. And then you're, just like you can you know drink. You hit a ball from time. Yeah, to you time. hit a ball a little bit. Yeah. You just talk for a Call while. It a and day. You, you drink. Yeah. I that's love like what this... makes golf fun. <laughs> yes. I love how this actually turned into the Jeff cast. It did. <laughs> like, yeah, we actually, I was yeah. making a joke about how we will start talking about golfing, and then we did. And then we did. 
Yeah. yeah, we won't get into tennis. I have no opinion on tennis. I grew up playing tennis. Uh, really? You seem yeah. like the type of guy that'd be really good at tennis. I'm going to be honest. I, I was good at tennis um, when I was like eight years old. So I learned how to play when I was like five. Ah, gotcha. Um, and then I, I also trained against like people ranked in the state of Florida in like when I was about like 12 or 13. Uh-huh. Um, I tr- I'm saying I trained with them. I personally never played any competitive <laughs> tennis. Yeah. Um, and I got murdered whenever I would play against those guys. Um, there, I did ace one of the kids one time and it was because I served it so slowly that he was standing too far back. Oh, that's, yeah. I mean, Hey, it's oh, an ace is an ace. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was okay. And then I haven't, I've played like once a year since like, you know, I was 15. So I'm not any good anymore. Gotcha. We should go te- play tennis together sometime. We should. Do you play tennis? Summer. Uh, I haven't, an, I'm really good at the forehand, not great at the backhand. It's an awkward position right, for so, me. So yeah, let's definitely play tennis. Let's uh, let's play some golf. We should idea. Are we just making plans for the summer? We should on this podcast. Is here's that what's what we happening? should do? We should each get mic'd up and record a podcast while playing tennis. Yeah, if we do one while playing golf, it'll take like oh, five yeah. hours. Nice, four. a five-hour long podcast. I used to be a caddy. That was my first job, you know. Really, a golf caddy. Yeah, being a caddy, not the greatest time. So, Free Solo, so, great movie. Yeah. End of the story. If anyone hasn't checked free, it out. Yeah, it's great. You should watch it. Cool. Big fan. Um, So, we should get into some Q&As. Because um, I'm already, I don't know where your timer's at, but I'm already at like the 23-minute mark. Yeah, that's where I'm at 23.53. I'm literally, wow, we're at like the same time. Um, Whoa. That is, <laughs> uh, I'll start with the first one. What are your hopes for Wes Anderson's next film, The French Dispatch? Um. I, I, I don't know how much you know about this. Um, I know enough where it's like I know that Timothy Chalamet is the main. He's the he's the protagonist, I think. I know Saoirse Ronan's in it. And I know they're filming it in France while I'm here, which is Whoa. what I... Go bother them. I know. I should try and find them and try and get a PA job. Just kidding. That's not going to happen. But uh, so, yeah, I, I'm excited. I'm excited because it sounds very European. And personally, I loved the Grand Budapest Hotel, which, you know, was European. Um, so yeah, I, but this what I, I I asked this question um, just so I can get that thought out of my head. Like, yes, I'm excited, but it also sparks up an interesting conversation about Wes Anderson because I know you're a pretty big Wes Anderson fan, right? Uh, yes. Yeah, and I, I just wanted to know what are your What's your ranking? Like, what's your favorite Wes Anderson film, and what's your least favorite? Because everybody knows mine. It's Mr. Fox, but I was wondering, like, what yours is. Yeah, my least favorite, Moonrise Kingdom. Yes, I, I'm yeah, I'm pretty up there with that, yeah. I mean, I don't, and that's not saying I dislike it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, an, it's not a, it's not yeah. his best, no. Actually, you know what? That might be revised. It might be Isle of Dogs. Oh! <gasps> You serious? I know yeah, you didn't both, like Isle of Dogs. They're both the bottom, the bottom two. I think Isle of Dogs. You just, I don't know what you're supposed to connect to in that film. No, I I agree. I think Isle of Dogs is the most like empty by far. Yeah. Um, visually amazing. But I think it's visually stunning, and it's, I think yeah, oh, it's Moonrise an incredible Kingdom like piece of both, art to look at. Yeah, but it does not make you feel anything. Exactly. I think Moonrise Kingdom though is both. Not like kind of empty for me i don't feel anything yeah and it's not that it doesn't change things up like it's a one trick pony like it has its color scheme and it 
sticks with mm-hmm. that. Whereas Isle of Dogs is like consistently exciting visually throughout the entire thing. So yeah, that's my thought. Uh, but I'm glad we're both on the same page that Moonrise Kingdom is definitely at the bottom because that's yeah. not it's again it's not a horrible movie, but it's not great by any means. Yeah, I think uh, so. I, I already I know my number one. Uh, it's yeah. the Life Aquatic. Okay, great. Uh, and my number two is uh, Darjeeling Limited. That's a hot take. I'll be honest. You actually yeah no that's a really okay. Where am I gonna go? I'm a big road movie guy. Yeah, yeah, and that's a good road movie if you're looking for that. I was just gonna say like the Life Aquatic and Darjeeling. Dar is it what? How? What is it called? Uh, Darjeeling Limited. Darjeeling Limited. The like that and Life Aquatic are both like considered Wes's worst for some reason. But I, I, I'll come out and say I disagree. Um, but that's just very interesting that you consider them as best some reason why do you why do you like life aquatic for so much okay that one for me is like it's like okay the ending for that one has hit me harder than any ending of any other wes anderson film but also i just i don't know i love uh you know i'm from florida i love the ocean oh yeah yep um and also yeah i don't know i I couldn't i don't know if i could give you enough uh like qualifiers at like the piece you know the sum of the parts kind of thing i i don't know if i could really give you something that would make sense as to why i think it's it's no, my favorite that, one no but, i to- totally get that yeah but i don't know i just love the vibe of it mm-hmm. it's very it's very it's i would say it's definitely like super different compared to his other films yeah i Do think you, it's the I most mean, it had the most money i think right it had like 30 million yeah, budget it was a big budget it's like really awkward but very comforting i don't know I do it, love the tracking shot of the ship. Yes. That's a great shot. It's one of my favorite shots in that movie. I think I say. might watch, though. I haven't seen it in probably two years. You should rewatch might, it. I think I'm going to watch it tonight. I'm looking at it because I own it on Blu-ray. Literally, you should, you should totally watch it. I'm going to watch it tonight. <laughs> Plans have been made on the Cars cast. Yeah. Honestly, this is just yeah. This is pu- me publicly saying like the Life Aquatic is a good movie because I, I genuinely think it is, and I it gets way more hate than it deserves. Because I yeah. just I think it has so much heart to it that a lot it of Wes's films lack, like Moonrise Kingdom and Isle yeah. of Dogs. Like like this one has so much heart, even more than like Grand Budapest Hotel. Maybe I th- I would agree with that. Grand Budapest is firmly in the middle for me. Yeah, Grand Budapest it's, I think it's is with his funniest. Yeah. Bottle Rocket is pretty low on mine, to be honest. I just think it's... it's yeah, it's... It's not... He's still figuring a lot of stuff out. I he's mean, figuring some it's, things out. It's, but, I, I'll, I'll let it off the hook. You know? Yeah, but like... But, I mean, the performances in that are really fun. Yeah. Where do you put uh, Mr. Fox, out of curiosity? I, I figured you were going to ask that. Uh, <laughs> that's probably... It's in the, like, 3-4 range. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Um... Yeah, because I also like Rushmore a lot. Rushmore is very good, yeah. And then what? what is the one we're free? Oh, Royal Tenenbaums. Yeah, and that's also like in that. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah. I think it's Rushmore, Royal Tenenbaums, and Fantastic Mr. Fox. Fox are like that's three, fair. four, five in, in some order. I respect that, yeah. I think Royal Tenenbaums is so good. I That's that's one that's like grown on me over time. Yeah. It's another one of his that I feel like has a has a lot of actual emotion to it. Um. Yeah, honestly, as as much as he's talked about being overrated, I just think he's 
I don't know. I, I like Wes. He's Me a good too. guy. He's, he makes interesting films. Um, but yeah, looking forward to the new one. Hopefully it's a bit more... A bit more not like... Something. <laughs> I Love Dogs. Yeah. Okay. Hopefully it has uh, some kind of character that you can you understand can, emotionally can... <laughs> on any level. Rather than just a silent child. Boy. Would, would you say... Because that's the thing. Yeah, I, I didn't know who to connect to. I didn't know if it was him or, or the, the dogs. Black dog, yeah. The Brian Cranston dog. Like, yeah, yeah, the Brian Cranston dog, yeah. But if that was the case, if Brian Cranston dog was the main guy, then... The fact that I don't even know what his name was and I'm calling him Brian Cranston Dog is an issue in itself. You know, <laughs> like, yeah. Anyways, um, okay, should we move wow, on? Great question. Yeah, great question. Yeah, I think that was a great question. I think oh, we can move on though. We can mess. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good. We had a, like a long discussion. Uh, oh, we did. Here's here's a good one. What's what are your guilty pleasure films from Charlie Sharp? Also, because I didn't say it, uh, Lewis White asked that question earlier. Just want to give a shout out to the names um so charlie sharp asked what are your guilty pleasure yeah this one um just to give me some time prepare you told me this one beforehand i did yeah Um, you sent me a telegram uh it was a singing (laughs) telegram someone arrived at my door um via they actually were from paris yes um written in ink feather pen but it was written in french so i didn't understand it so they had to just (laughs) tell me in person uh like over the phone uh um, pointless yeah it was yeah it was kind of a waste of money (laughs) Uh, okay, so I have a few different categories of guilty pleasure films. I have right. some that are like films that you know people like they're like reasonably well liked films overall, uh-huh. but I just like them for like campy reasons. Right. Um, so like two I would put in that category are Spies Like Us and Three Amigos. Okay. I... Uh, Three Amigos is probably a more like generally well thought of film I would say than Spies Like Us. It's just mm-hmm. my feeling towards it. But Spies Like Us is, again, I've told you I love road movies. That's like, it's like the ultimate 80s road movie. It's Chevy Chase and Dan Aykroyd as like, and it's like kind of Cold War propaganda-y. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That where they're sounds like, amazing. Yeah, it's it's great. I love it. And there's like this scene where they're <laughs> pretending to be doctors and like they're in a tent full of other doctors. So they're greeting everyone when they leave. They go through this whole line and just say doctor and they all say doctor to each other like 20 times. <laughs> I I'm watching that very fast. What is yeah. what's it called? Spies like us. Spies like us. All right. Yeah. That sounds amazing. It's good. I yeah. I <laughs> so that's that's one. Three Migos is just also really fun. Right. Um another Chevy Chase movie. Okay. To be fair, he seems a little bit sketch as a person, but Yeah, I would I definitely see him being a little Yeah you know, on that side of things. Yep. But you know. <laughs> yeah anyways okay another one is a film that very few people i, I think have heard of go, go for um it. it so uh in the late 70s um eric idol from monty python um made a film that was a it was a parody of the beatles mm. um it was so it was a band that, that was called the ruddles <laughs> um and they, they it was a bit they did for like i think a, like a tv show in england and they also did it on like early saturday Night live they did like a performance as the ruddles right um but they made like a feature length like uh, mockumentary about it and it's just like so good like the songs are so dumb <laughs> what's it um, called it's it's called uh all you need is cash looking that up right now um, you can actually listen to the like the 
album on it's on uh, Spotify. Really? Yeah. By the and like the songs. Yeah. Um, the songs. Well, for some reason, it doesn't come up. It comes up as like um, this artist is like in this album rather than it's by them. But all the songs okay. are by them. It's it's just categorized weirdly on Spotify, but it's there. Damn. Um, but all the songs were they they actually sound like Beatles songs. Like I think that they had to testify in court that they didn't like plagiarize. That's amazing. That's talented. Yeah. Also, I mean, this I, I'm pretty reviews. sure you, the Ruddles. Yeah, yeah uh, it has hundred percent yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes. It's so good. Yeah, so I have that. I'm uh, definitely checking it. And it's only an hour and sixteen minutes. I'm definitely yeah, it's checking not, it yeah. out. Definitely check it out. It's this really is just good. Jeff giving Karsten movie recommendations at this yeah. point. <laughs> what if that was the whole podcast? <laughs> it's like, yeah, Jeff has seen like maybe thirty movies ever, so uh you but should watch good all the movies. ones he's yeah. seen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we say that, and then I'm going to get to my last uh, two guilty pleasures, which are uh, Shanghai Noon and Shanghai Nights, the Jackie Chan, <laughs> Owen Wilson movies. <laughs> the Jackie Chan, Owen Wilson, Western beat-em-up movies. Those are great. What did I see? I saw one Jackie Chan movie recently. Was it Police something? Police like Police Story? Police Story. Yeah. yeah, that's a good one. It's really good. Yeah. I watched it with my dad. We had a good time. Yeah, I feel I've, like those actually, are, yeah, yeah. I, I guess they would categorize under guilty pleasure. Yeah, because, I mean, it's just Jackie Chan and Owen Wilson going around, like, just the straight Wild fighting. West and just and Yeah, and <laughs> it's, like, such, yeah, it's just so dumb. I actually Pure saw Shanghai Nights uh, in theaters. Ooh, music um, box? No, I saw it when it came out. Oh, that's right. In, in theaters, uh, <laughs> what year would this have even been? I think 2003. Wow. How old were you then? Were you like Wow, teens? we're doxing my age on this podcast. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> I actually see you yeah, you're it's like you're kidding, but you're not I'm kidding, kidding. I was twelve. I'm, I'm kidding. oh. I was one right. away from being my teens. Alright. <laughs> yeah, guys. I'm twenty seven. This, this is no hate, you know? You're not that much older than me. It's just See the fact that you have to say that though. <laughs> It's <laughs> an issue in itself. Yeah. Oh. But no, it's chill. It's chill, guys. I'm still the cool teen. Yeah, you're still the cool teen. You're on podcast. You know what? I'm on into. a podcast. Yeah, you're on a. Yeah, exactly. On a Jeff Karst. Hey, do you want a breaking news in the middle of the Karst cast? Yes. Uh, Tiger Woods has won his first major golf championship in over a decade. That's not breaking. I watched it before All we right. started recording. Okay. <laughs> you're you're a couple hours late there, buddy. I'm a- <laughs> god damn it <laughs> but no that was fun to watch because uh, yeah. again since i'm old i grew up watching tiger woods uh yeah. win all the time so it was cool because the first time he's won in 11 years hey i'm not that young though i've i grew up kind of watching tiger woods too my parents put him on a lot yeah him and his... i mean to be fair he's not won anything in 11 years so that's true yeah yeah um but yeah it was a good time watching that cool those are i i'm yeah. gonna check out most of these movies that you recommended because yeah they i want very fun let's get to yours now because i just went off straight for like oh. eight minutes telling you all mine <laughs> i completely forgot that i had to answer the question i almost moved on <laughs> um i really like this movie from a few years ago with joseph gordon levitt and scarlett johansson called don john um okay. i don't know if you've heard of it i've never heard it's of it. about this guy who's addicted to he's not addicted yeah he's addicted to porn and oh i remember seeing like a trailer, trailer for this for yeah that, like a long time ago yeah and i was like that looks so that looks horrible like i don't care about this it doesn't look that interesting 
And then I like just put it on as a joke because I think it was on Netflix. And I watched through the whole thing, consistently engaged. And I watched it again like a few weeks later because I was just like, I want to rewatch this movie. It's just, it's so entertaining. And Joseph Gordon-Levitt's performance is so funny and stupid. It's just a very entertaining movie. And I think it has a little bit of like message to it, in my opinion. Like it says a little bit about masculinity and mm-hmm. how love is is. I don't know. I need to rewatch it. So it's really it just like minding the gap is what you're saying. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's like, like minding film. the gap with porn. Yeah. And yeah. Joseph Gordon Lovett. Uh, <laughs> it's just, <laughs> it's a, honestly, for, I don't know. I, I know Chris Stuckman, who's a movie critic on YouTube, really likes it, which makes me feel a little bit better. But I know this is, the movie is not well received mm-hmm. from what I know. But there's that, and then there's a more popular one, which is Legally Blonde, which I don't even know if it's that much of a guilty pleasure at this point. But I mean, people love yeah, that movie. That's, yeah, people love that movie. I just think it's it's a blast. Like, it has little to no... Yeah, I won't say that. It has some substance to it. I just love Legally Blonde. I think it's a hilarious movie. I think any time I watch it, I'll go through the whole thing. Yeah. You know what's a really bad movie, though? Legally Blonde 2. I don't know if you've seen yeah, it. Yeah, I have seen that. Not in there's, a long... I, I remember watching it once and then just thinking it was terrible. Yeah, there's the whole subplot that the dog is gay. It's it's bad. Um, sorry, I have a runny nose, by the way, in case you've been noticing yeah, the sniffs. I'm glad that I'm thousands of miles away so you can't get yeah, me sick. that's true. That's true. I've gotten sick like three different times on this trip, which is not great, but also I'm having a good time. It's fine. We're, we're fine. Uh... <laughs> Uh, but that's pretty much everything. I'm not really into, like, the, the, I mean, there's a lot, but I feel like a lot of my guilty pleasure movies are pretty widely liked, like Legally Blonde. There are a lot of, like, movies that are just at this point classics, like Mean Girls. Mean Girls, no, not even. That's a, that's an objectively good movie. Anyways, um, do we want to get on to the last question? Uh, sure. If you, I'm ready. Do, unless yeah, you have I mean, anything have to, else to I mean, say. to be fair... It's one of the questions has to be the last question. That is true. Yeah. Just, you know, logically. Of course. <laughs> this one is a short one. It's by Catalina. Uh, but I feel like you have some things to say about it. Um, I don't know. Uh, is candy a snack? Uh, uh, so. I'm going to say yes, Jeff. Yeah, I think, I think it has to be yes. Now, I uh, eat a lot of candy. The thing, though, is I don't – I think that candy that's like – well, for, would you describe like chocolate-based things as candy as well? Oh, yeah, completely. Yeah, okay. Just, okay, making sure that we both agree that. But I think yes. those like, – like a Snickers is more of a snack than like just eating a bunch of jelly beans. Really? I think maybe at the end of the day, they're probably both snacks. Mm-hmm. But I, I just yeah. – like a snack feels like the purpose is to like hold you over for a while. Where That's I could true. just eat jelly beans like indefinitely because they don't do anything for you except just give you a bunch of sugar. That is true. Or if I eat I've one Snickers, really that's like that, a yeah. that's like a vague meal almost where like you're you don't need to like eat for like an hour after that. Yeah, I I never to be fair, I will say I feel satisfied with a uh, a Snickers bar or something. Well, that's literally I, you just are you sponsored by them because that is what their entire <laughs> ad campaign is currently. <laughs> It's Snickers well, satisfied. I'll take it back right now by saying I actually don't because I'm allergic to Snickers bars, so I can't right. yeah. actually eat Snickers them. Snickers satisfies <laughs> if I could eat one. If I could eat one. <laughs> um, Hand us the money, please. 
but I will say, yeah, I, I while I do consider like a bag of chips a snack, uh, I never I can eat those the same way I eat jelly beans. Well, mm-hmm. I don't think that's true. I don't think that's true at all. I take it back because it's not like I can eat a, a jumbo bag of chips. Yeah, like that's I could eat feasible. a large bag of jelly beans. Like I could eat much more calories of jelly beans than chips. Right. No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, well, I think that might that might be a good place to end that. Okay. Well, uh, that about does it. I think we've covered a variety of different topics today. I'm not going to run through them because we addressed that was yeah, a bad idea yeah, to yeah. do them. <laughs> yeah, we decided that was a bad. It was a bad idea, idea. to to restate things people yeah. just listen to. <laughs> Well, anyways, um, I would like to say, uh, make sure to subscribe. Don't say, well, okay. I will say make sure to leave a rating in the podcast app. Um, give us a review. Leave a comment. It really helps us out. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, at KarstCast. Very simple instructions. Um, yep. Subscribe to the Karsten Runquist subreddit, which we have now, where you can ask questions for the KarstCast. I feel like we should have a KarstCast subreddit rather than a, because I don't, I don't know how many. Anyways. Wait, do you have a Reddit? Yeah, someone made a subreddit. Oh shit! I, didn't, yeah. I probably should like check should, that out. Then. Should get in there. It's it's not very active. There's like a hundred members, but no one really posts much. Um, what if I go in there and I just like post up a storm? Please do. We need to get uh, it more active. In yeah, there. or we could be a lot. Should we have a Karstcast subreddit. See, that's what I like the idea of that because you know there's like I know podcasts that have subreddits and that's kind of where things pop off. Yeah, even if there's than... just like 20 people who care at all. Who cares? Just to have yeah. one. All yeah. right. If cool. we if we make one, I'll I'll jump in there every now and then. Cool. We'll set yeah, that up. So, yeah, so like you know, <laughs> at the end of the day, guys, you got to tune in on iTunes. You got to spot us on Spotify. Oh shit. Uh, you got to tweet <laughs> us on Twitter. You got to uh, you got to wave at us on Title. We're you got a sound on oh, yeah. SoundCloud. Uh, uh, um, rain, rain on us. On in the snow, SoundCloud. Snow, snow at us on SoundCloud. <laughs> Cumulonimbus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyways, uh, thank you so much for watching. Jeff, do you have anything else to say? Um, you know, uh, it's been an honor uh, <laughs> to have you guys listen to this. Um, thank you. Catch you on the flip side. Catch you on the. Oh, fuck. Catch you on the flip side.